Hey everybody, Ben here for the Bono Podcast, and we've got, yet again, more Blood Bowl breaking news for you today. It's not the star player, but what it is, is Games Workshop have dropped a article on the Warhammer community, and in that are detailed most of the skills for the team, including probably the biggest question about Norse in Blood Bowl 2020, the Beer Pig. Okay, so the article dropped earlier today, raid the Blood Bowl pitch with the boozy new Norse team rules, and... We get to see a few core things. Uh, da, 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 da. You'll find all their roughhousing rules in Spike 14 available for pre-order this weekend. So be prepared on Saturday to lose money from your bank account. I wholeheartedly recommend intoyment.co.uk. That's where I always go for my Blood Bowl gear and they always do me right. Great prices, great guys. And we tend to work with them a lot to host our, our tournaments. So 10 out of 10 would recommend. However, let's have a look at the article. Uh, okay, so here we go. The heart of every Norskan team is the humble Norse Raider lineman. They're cheap and they start with the block skill. There we go. Right, so Norse have retained block. This was one of the biggest questions uh, coming out of what they're going to do with the Norse team. Uh, there was a lot of speculation, a lot of rumours and a lot of predictions that they might, they might get Brawler instead. But Norse fans everywhere will be very pleased to find out that they have retained the block skill. So Norse still going to be very, very, very good. Milton, still block everywhere, you're fine. Uh, this skill allows them to remain standing after a both down result. This makes single die blocks much more viable right from day one. That's what everybody wants. Uh, these hefty Jarls also have the thick skull trait, uh, which makes up for their low armor value by making them harder to knock out. So Norse got better norse linemen got better they kept block uh it sounds like they're keeping a low armor value which i'm assuming is going to remain armor eight plus but they get thick skull too now if you want to know how good thick skull is go and play against black orcs i know dwarves have got thick skull etc etc but the um the goblins having thick skull makes them really tough and they're stunty like, they're actually stunty. So this is pretty interesting. Um, I would imagine that we're going to see these linemen go up now to 60k apiece. That would probably befit a bit of a skill increase. If they stay at 50, they are going to be an absolute steal for a lineman. Now, they do have a slight nega trait, though, that could be a bit of compensation for that. And hopefully that's detailed next. Here we go. However, you'll also need to think a little bit more about where you position your linemen, as the new drunkard trait makes it harder for them to rush, unless someone is calling for last orders at the bar, obviously. So, Norse get Thick Skull, but they also have Drunkard. Now, Drunkard is a new skill just for the linemen from the looks of it. Uh, this player suffers a minus one penalty to the dice roll when attempting to rush. Okay, so they're trying to represent drunken fighters here. So the block skill, okay, thick skull, yes, I, uh, everybody else probably after a few drinks, you are invincible in theory. Uh, and the fact is that if you're trying to run around, it's going to be on three plus or a four plus in something like a blizzard. So interesting. That's an interesting bit of compensation there. They get tougher, but they do technically get slower, or at least it gets more risky to be moving around with them beyond six. All right, that's that's reasonable. I like that. So linemen, okay, potentially see a bit of a price increase. They may use drunkard to compensate for thick skull, but thick skull on its own, huge. Drunkard, minimal. Really interesting. I think overall Norse linemen got a bit of a buff there. Now we're going to be talking about this on the podcast on Saturday, uh, Friday for you Patreon. So um, 
expect more detailed analysis in there. Anyway, providing a bit more oomph are the Norse Berserkers. So the Berserkers stayed. Uh, they also start with the block skill and have jump up too, so they don't pay any of the movement allowance when they get up off the ground. Uh, smash, get smashed, stagger to your feet again, and smash again. Crucially, they also begin with the Frenzy skill, which gives them great power. Uh, being able to throw two blocks in one action, but beware, a canny opponent can use your Blind Fury to pull you out of position as you're forced to follow up into their former square. These guys thrive on the support of their teammates, and they especially love if, if their colleagues can earn the Guard skill. So, Norse Berserkers, Block, Jump Up, Frenzy have stayed exactly the same. Now, I assume they're not drunken, and I'm assuming they don't get Thick Skull. If they stay exactly as they are, Norse Berserkers are fine. Um, they're a second-rate Blitzer on this team because the Ulfmariners are there, but they do a good job. Uh, they, generally speaking, don't have any more movement, so they're just a frenzied lineman with Jump Up, which is fine. Now, I think they might be able to get access to Strength as well, which could be useful for Guard. But, yeah, Berserkers are cool. They're good. They doesn't seem like they've changed that much. Luckily, this is one of my favorite player types out there, and I do really like the models here. It's the Ulf Warriners. So the Ulf Warriners are great at punching holes in opposing lines for you to exploit. With Strength 4 and Frenzy, they can go on a proper rampage through other teams. Uh, use them wisely, however, though they may bear the blessings of the Wolf God, they don't start with all that all-important block skill, uh, meaning they soon find themselves targeted by canny opposing coaches. I don't know how much I'd want to tangle with the Ulf Warrener, but definitely an angle. So Ulf Warrener, stay Strength 4, stay Frenzy, stay no block. Ulf Warrener's stay a great positional. Uh, we haven't seen the stats. I imagine they will stay. Movement 6, uh, I edge 4 plus, probably armor 10 plus, maybe 9 plus, uh, and that's absolutely fine. Armor 9 plus, Strength 4, Frenzy. Very much on board with that. They make them one of the fastest blockers, essentially. And that frenzy skill means that you've got two of them as big old angry linebackers. They do an absolutely superb job. So Ulf's sticking around as they were excellent use for Norse teams as well. So Norse keep berserkers. The linemen get a little bit better. The Ulf Mariners seem to be saying pretty good. We've not seen the catcher and the thrower. They have gone and been replaced with this player here, the Valkyrie. Once your Berserkers and Ulf Warriors have taken out a few opposing players, you'll need someone to take advantage of the space opened up. Uh, that's where the Valkyries come in. These dynamic players are fast and talented. And this is where the list of skills begins. Uh, starting with both the pass and catch skills, you can really stretch the pitch with the passing game. Okay. Amazons. Norse. Their throwers, historically, no sure hands, just pass. And passing three plus, I say historically. The game's only been around a couple of years. But that's kind of where they sit. There's no sure hands there. Valkyries, pass and catch. I'm expecting to see a passing of three plus. If they have passing two plus, then all right, it gets interesting. As a player with pass and catch uh, on a Norse team that is so centric around blocking and the run game it's okay i can't imagine they're going to be passing two plus because uh nobility coaches everywhere will riot but wait there's more so uh they're also useful on defense with dauntless which allows them to take on opposing players with a higher strength and strip ball which forces your opponent to drop the ball whenever the valkyrie gets the pushback result in a blick block roll uh blitz the ball carrier then grab it for yourself before they've even known what's hit them so the valkyrie is the catcher uh, but without block, potentially, and having strip ball instead, along with pass and catch. There's a couple of caveats here. Pass and catch are 
On a Norse team, I would say almost entirely irrelevant skills. Strip ball, sweet. This player is getting block first time round all of the time and going to be a really solid player. Okay, Dauntless Block Strip Ball is a player that exists in a very lovely realm. If this player has Dauntless and Catch, very much like the Catcher, Movement 7 would be massive. This player gets Movement 7, we are absolutely cooking. This player gets Movement 6 but has Agility access, then there's the potential there to be a Bludger early on. Realistically though, this player with Dauntless is great. You've already got a Strength 4 piece and a Strength 5 piece. Strip Ball is great, but it's just a general skill away. You don't have block. That first skill is going to have to be on block. Movement 7 with Edge access would be brilliant for the Valkyrie. Movement 6... No edge access is going to be difficult. This player comes in movement 7. Awesome. Fantastic player. Uh, a build your own blitzer. Movement 6, a little bit less exciting, but still very interesting. Anyway, we are here to talk about the beer balls. So the beer balls have been revealed and what they do is right here. So completing the team are the beer balls. Surely candidates for 2022's Miniature of the Year award, they can't pick up the ball, they have next to no armor, and their strength value will allow even a halfling to roll three dice block. These guys, therefore, have to be strength zero. Is that right? It's more than double, gets you three dice. Two is the strength of a halfling. One would be double, which would be a two die block. Therefore, these guys have got to be strength zero which means they will be three die up blocking everybody potentially interesting one but that's not what they're here for what they can do however is give your players a much needed mid-match pick-me-up thanks to the lovely ale they carry it's medicinal don't you know so they've got this new ability called pick-me-up at the end of the opposition's team turn so the end of your opponent's turn roll a d6 for each prone non-stunned teammate within three squares of a standing player with this trait. On a 5-up, the prone player may immediately stand up. Okay, so let's, let's break that down to make it a little bit more, more simple. If you've got a beer pig in within three squares of one of your dudes who's prone but not stunned, at the end of your opponent's turn, on a 5-plus, they get up for free. Okay. Alright. Now, this is definitely something that we are going to have a deep talk about on the pod, but my initial reaction for this is, okay, cool. They are bringing in a lot of area of effect stuff for Norse, and this is probably one of the first times we're starting to see a little bit of bloat in Blood Bowl when it comes to Games Workshop adding in new rules. I am, dudes, it's me, right? I love adding more stuff. I've got a tray of giants over there. And, you know, we're running a 40 man Dungeon Bowl tournament. It, it, I love more Blood Bowl. More Blood Bowl is more better. Now, having a beer pig with that extra feet and then you've got the drunken minus one that's not too bad the drunken minus one is okay it's going to be one of those things that i think doesn't you're going to forget beer pig going to be interesting three squares is a huge amount of the pitch if you've got two beer pigs it will cover the entire pitch however they start i'm assuming they start as an 11th player so you will have to give up that so from adding in an extra rule is okay Five plus is a weird roll, but it's not overpowering. One in three of your prone guys is going to stand up for free. Uh, I don't know. It's in your opponent's turn, so you can't use a reroll on it. So, uh, okay. 
I don't know. I don't think we'll see the beer pigs being used all that much. Uh, every now and again, well, literally one in three times, if your beer pig is in the right place and one of your guys is prone but not stunned, it's going to be okay. I'm not sold. I'm not sold. I'm not sold. It's a cool thing. I like that they're doing the... Uh, I like that they're going into the design space and they have not over-egged this, which is really good. If this was, you know, within three squares at the beginning of your turn on a four plus, your guy gets plus one strength for the turn, that would be, this is hell. This is just, if one of your guys is knocked down but not stunned, at the end of your opponent's turn on a five plus, they jump back up again. It's going to be good every now and again. It's not going to be an absolute wipe. Generally speaking, you're not going to have three dudes within three squares of this guy prone but not stunned um thick skull will help with that however so interesting one thanks to the abilities of their positionals the norse team offers a nice mix of violence and skill you can add in even more damage with a yeti mix things up with skillful players such as ivor erickson and thorsten stoutmead uh right so the rest is the usual sign up sign your life away pre-order so i think it's best that we have a little bit of a summary lineman probably got better at 60k Fine. at 50k definitely got better um they got fixed skull which makes them tougher which combos with beer pig um but they are now rushing on a three plus because they're drunk all right fine yeah you, don't, you shouldn't be rushing too often anyway i do don't be like me um and that's probably okay berserkers stayed exactly the same in theory depending on their stats ulf runners stayed exactly the same in theory depending on their stats both those players really, really solid. Ulf Warrener's amazing. Berserker's just fine. Uh, Frenzy is a bit risky, but every now and again it's really good. The problem is if you go two Berserkers, Yeti, and uh, two Ulfs, that's five Frenzy players on your team, and your team has got low armor. Thick Skull's going to help out a little bit. Not a huge amount, but a little bit. So that's always been the way for Norse, so that's perfect. Valkyries are interesting. Movement 6, they're going to have a bunch of skills that aren't a lot of use with no block. Strip Ball and Dauntless is not great uh, at passing 3+, plus and Edge 3+, plus. Catch and Pass are fine. At Movement 6, all of that package is okay. Movement 7 starts getting a little bit spicy there. So, going to be interesting to see what their final stat line is like. I think they're going to be expensive. I think we're going to see 100k, uh, all those skills, Movement 7, and it's going to be quite an interesting player to develop. Um, they're going to get Block first thing, you know it. So interesting one there. Nice to see strip ball being used. And then, yeah, the beer ball, given that little area of effect, if the beer ball counts as a player, we're not going to see it all that often. You're going to run it every now and again. 20k is going to be really useful for building your team. If you want two Zerks, if you want two Ols, you want two Valks, then downgrading your linemen to two beer pigs is going to be good, but your team's going to be at a deficit. And I love that from a team building point of view. As soon as we get these stats, as soon as we get the stat blocks and the costings, we'll be able to start putting together some options for a million gold build. I'm expecting rerolls to be around 60k. Um, because, uh, this team, still looking tier 1. Okay, Thick Skull makes their alignment better. What you're going to have to do potentially is maybe take one Valkyrie, one Beer Pig, max out on all Zerks, Lines, and the Yeti. And you've got a really strong but fragile team. And that's pretty awesome anyway let me know in the comments what you think of norse so far i'm hoping we'll get some more articles i'm hoping we'll get the big star player dude and uh oh just give me the blooming costings for these players anyway i'm gonna wrap up thank you very much for watching we'll be back soon with more blood Bowl content happy beer pigging not a verb
thanks very much for watching we really appreciate your support if you want to help support the channel even further please like and subscribe or come join us on our patreon we have early access to content we get loads of feedback from you guys and we try and do competitions as much as we can or you can get yourself some bonehead podcast merch on our spreadshirt site so if you want to support a team especially for the bonehead championship you can pick up a shirt a mug things like that it all helps support the channel and we really appreciate it anyway links below thank you very much happy blocking